0: of today is how to prosper june 21st 2020 worship service number 195 since we started the church 195 that's great we are getting close to our fourth anniversary and that is great but i would like to invite you read with me the scripture that we read in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit beloved i pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Third John 2. You know that John, one of the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, he wrote the Gospel of John, as you may know, and also three letters, first, second, and third. Although the Bible, each book is divided in chapters, and each chapter in verses, this particular letter only has one chapter. That's why you don't see here chapter this and verse this. It's just one chapter, and the verse is number two. Just It's important for you to know. John says, uh, if your soul prospers, everything else is going to be okay with you. Well, the challenge is the prosperity of our soul. The message of today has uh, four sections. The first section is, is money equal to prosperity? Interesting question, right? Second, second uh, section is the specialist. That has nothing to do with the movie. Aww. The third section is cooking your success. And the fourth section is the future. All right, let's just start with the first section. Is money equal to prosperity? What do you think? Many people think it is. If the person has money, they say, Oh, he's very prosperous, is what they say, correct? But uh, let's let's read what the scripture says here. If you please. Thank you. Third John chapter two. Let's read it again. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Prosperity doesn't equal uh, money. That's not true. It is a whole process that has to do with your soul. The way that you perceive life, the way that you act, the way that you behave, the way that you handle yourself. That's why John is saying here, your soul is the one that needs to prosper. But if, if your soul prospers, everything else is going to be good including your health now definitely money and prosperity are not equal you know no no but how many of you enjoy the lack of money yeah. do you like that it is so wonderful not having money right <laughs> oh the feeling is just sensational correct <laughs> you know the bills are due Mortgage payment, insurances, food, gas for your vehicle, whatever. You know, the, probably the things that hurt the most are when there is, a, a, for instance, a birthday or holidays, special celebrations, and we don't have the money to buy a present. That just kills you. Kills you. Because actually, the lack of money is horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Do you agree with me? It's just horrible. But I want you to know, if you right now do not have enough, I want you to know that poverty is not forever. That is not something that you need to live with for the rest of your life. You might right now struggle with the lack of money. Okay? It's circumstantial. And that is something that you need to understand It's not like uh, it's a stamp in your life, you know, you know, when you go to a doctor or an attorney or even a mechanic, they have a file cabinet with the name, even a vet, right? They have a file cabinet with with folders and there is a name there, your name, your car license plate or your dog's name. They have a profile. Well, I don't want you to think that I- in heaven there is a profile with your name and it has a, a check mark in <laughs> poor forever. Yeah. No. Th- that is not true. No. But some people think that way. Right. Some, some people think, well, I was born poor and I'm going to be poor for the rest of my life. No. I will never have anything. That, that's not true. No. Poverty is not forever. You can change your stars. You can change your stars. And that's what we are going to talk about it today. But honestly, what do you prefer? When you are looking at your bank statement, do you prefer black numbers or red numbers? Black. Black. <laughs> don't, don't we hate red numbers? Oh, boy. Freaks you out, right? Yes. <laughs> Some things happen sometimes in our financial management, right? We go to the online, t- online statement, you sign in, you put your user, and then your password, and it says wrong password, and you're thinking, what i am doing wrong? You type your password again, incorrect, and you start to mi- feel nervous. Oh, yeah. caps lock, okay. Then you type it right, boom, log in. And then the first thing you see in the bank, s- bank statement is red numbers, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> no. oof. So what do you prefer? Obviously, you don't like red numbers. Okay, so how do we handle that? Black or red numbers is by learning how to have a good budget. A good budget. Okay? Budget is the key. I want to talk to you about budget for a second. I know you know what a budget is. You put your income and then your expenses, right? I know you do that. If you want to achieve prosperity in your life, the source of all prosperity, the source, is the good Lord God Almighty. It's not your business. It's not not your job. It's not your intelligence. It's not your energy. It's not your ability. It's not your degree. It's not the corporation. It's not the source of all the blessings and prosperity true prosperity is the good Lord God Almighty. Do you agree on that? Amen. He is the source. So when when we please Him, you have that door open. Okay, Many right. believers, they believe in God, but many believers, they have an issue with giving money to the Lord and giving money to church. So I'm going to talk to my church members right now because... You already know this, but I'm going to talk to you, my friend, watching, okay? If you are watching and you are listening now, please don't, don't, don't close the, the video, okay? Keep, keep on watching. I want to talk to you, for, and I want to reach to your heart. And this is my question to you. Let's suppose that you die today, okay? And you have never given anything to God, to the church, never. But let's suppose you're going to die today. When you are about to die, you are going to think about many things that you didn't do in your life. And I bet you that one of the things that you will regret and you will say, all the things that God gave me and I never gave anything to the church. I never gave money to God. You're going to regret that decision. So that's why I'm talking to you right now. Listen, I never say, give money because we need to pay this. I, I I don't do that. I don't do that. There are occasions, like when we face certain particular needs in the church, I reach out to my church members. But to the public, in general, I don't do that. And I will never do it, because I don't think it's right. I'm not after money to begin with. No. I'm here because I believe in God and I believe in the kingdom of God, and I want to spread God's word. And for that reason, I'm free to tell you this: if you don't give money to God, eventually you will regret it. No. Don't make that mistake. and your budget always include a portion to the good Lord. Now we believers, we know right? we all. Believers that practice the principle of giving to the Lord a 10% of our income. Not by law. It's just a principle. Do you know that people that are not Christians, they practice this principle? They are the Jewish community. Mm -hmm. And most of those Jews are very, very wealthy. And it's a principle that works. You know? Something to think about. Okay? All right but we know money is not equal to prosperity you know you know what is equal to what is stewardship and wisdom those words are equal to each other stewardship is the ability to manage and handling stuff okay so for a moment i would like to take you to your closet let's go to your closet open your closet and now take a look of your clothes and your shoes and your all your your items there. okay? Now, if I ask you, are you a good steward of that? Honestly, from zero to ten, being ten, you are a good steward. And zero, you are a terrible steward of that. Don't tell me. I just want you to think about it. Would you say you are close to ten or close to zero? Now you understand the, the idea. Stewardship is that. You... Okay, <laughs> A stewardship is that. It's the ability, my friends, of handling things. You know, handling things. Your vehicle, your silverware, your computer, your phone, everything, everything. Now, without wisdom, we will never be able to, to become good stewards of what we have. Do you agree on that? We need to acquire wisdom. All right. But here is when one amazing thing can happen to believers. And now some of you have experienced supernatural provision. I have. I can tell you many testimonies of supernatural provision. Situations where I literally couldn't buy certain things. I didn't have the credit for that or the down payment for that, whatever. Uh, Many times in my life, I faced that. But I kept in mind my budget. And in my budget, the Lord comes first. And then is when I saw supernatural provision. Many times. And I see it all the time. Because once I saw that he is real, that he really provides, I think, forgive me, okay? I'm talking about me, okay? I'm talking about me, but I think, I'm not a stupid. I know he is good to me. I'm not going to make that mistake. That's what I think about me, all right? I'm not talking about anybody. I'm talking about myself. But I, I say, how many times have I seen the Lord Moving in my life and providing for me. It is supernatural provision. Okay, that is in regards of section A. Let's move forward. The specialist. What is what I mean by the specialist? Let's read the scripture. Here we find in Proverbs twenty two twenty nine 29, section A. Listen to this. Skilled workers will always serve important people. Skilled workers. So, in order to be a skilled worker, obviously you need skills. And in order to have skills, you need to be teachable. Right. And that is the main challenge we have. You know, especially young people, they need to be teachable. You guys need to be teachable. You know, because I love food, I think always one example that I have is how to serve a plate. The other day, I don't know who was in the house, and uh, I had uh, leftover spaghetti, yeah. and I had some uh, lettuce there, and I don't remember what else. Honestly, I don't remember what else, but it was all leftovers. But I put Spaghetti with some cheese on top and then the lettuce with tomatoes and this and that, the spinach. And I don't know what else, but, but I made my plate. So this person that came to see us comes there to the dining room and she says, I remember who was. <laughs> she said, that plate looks like an Olive Garden plate. And I said, yeah, it looks like an Olive Garden plate. It looks good. Now, anyone can make spaghetti, I think. Anyone can grab a little, little, everything that was on the plate, anyone can do it, right? But but the thing is, some people just are too lazy. Say with me, too too lazy. Some people are just too lazy to improve in anything they do. Anything. It's like, think about this. It's like making the bed. Some people, they are too lazy to stretch the sheets and, you know, just shake it a little bit, stretch the pillow, you know, and put the comforter right. You know. And it takes five minutes. Right? I'm giving you simple examples of the problem is laziness. But when we learn to put effort and we develop the skill, whatever is what you are able to this is going to happen to you. I want you to see the scripture. Skilled workers will always serve important people. Whatever is what you do. Okay, I'm going to talk to my friends online. Whatever is what you do. If you have two options, my friend. You can work for someone that is important in the community. <coughs> meaning has a good job or a good business. Makes good money. Has a nice house. You know, has, has good stuff. You can work for someone like that. Or option B, you can work in, in any place, in an obscure area of town. It's a person with poor or little education, with little money that will pay you not good. And is always trying to find a way to not pay you benefits. Okay, I know it's a tough decision. But if you have two options... Working for an important person or working for an irrelevant person, which one would you pick? The difference is not the employer. The difference is if you are skilled or not. Let's go to the next slide. That's why anyone can have a good job. But it's not the same like if any, if somebody has a great job, because the pay is different. The way that will treat you is different. And, of course, it's not comparable to someone that has what? An outstanding job. Correct? Outstanding job. But all this starts when you become a specialist so young people here you need to put yourself into school you gotta do that you need to find an area whatever is that are you listening kids are you listening you need to find an area well gee and I don't know what to pick well it's not a problem there are now tests online that will help you to find what is what you want talk to people what is what you like? You know, I like video games. There's no problem with that. You can become a programmer for video games. You can have your, your own store selling video games. Well, you know, I like uh, cosmetology. You know, I like to, a girl will say that, right? I like hair. Look at Donna with this rainbow hair, you know, uh, whatever. Or Mary likes purses. Every, every outfit has its own purse. Okay. well, someone is young, a lady, a young lady says, uh, you know, I would like something like that. Well, there is nothing wrong with that. It doesn't matter, my friend. It doesn't matter what is what you pick, but you need to put yourself to school to learn in order to move from a good job to a great job to an outstanding job. All right. Very good. Now. I'm going to talk to you about cooking your success. That has nothing to do with cooking. It's just a figure of speech. So what are we talking about? Listen to this scripture, the prophet Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 2. Are you ready to read this with me? Okay, let's do it together. The Lord answered me, write down what I show you, write the vision clearly on a sign so that the message will be easy to read, because in order to cook your success, you need to know what is what you're gonna do. I never will be tired of telling you the story of my mother. She was 16 years old when she got married, you know. In today's society, my father will be in prison. You know that. Because today, you are dating a girl, 16 years old. Oh, boy. And he was 10 years older than my mother. You know, and back in those days, i got to tell you, basically, he stole my mother from her mom's house. Now, my, my grandma, Olympia, she embraced my mama and said to my father, Eduardo, don't you try to touch this girl until the day of the wedding. She's staying here with me. Yeah, good that you brought her here. But she stays with me in the bedroom. You get married and then you can do your deal. So that was, it. That was the case, you know. Okay. 16 years old. They got married in March. Next February, here I am. <laughs> My dad was busy. And all guys today and Father's Day, we were busy at some point. Some can't be busy anymore, and others are still busy. You know? It's the process of life, right? Okay. So here is my mother at 17 years of age, having the firstborn, and then next one, next one. And she did that for many years, six children. Six children. My dad was really busy. And uh, well, he needed to work hard to take care of all these kids. And we were poor guys. But education, the mercies of God, etc. Boom. So 40 years of age, here's my mom. She says, I would like to go back to school. I was in my first year of college. And I said, that's a great idea, mama. And she says, but you know. I never finished even elementary school. And I said, well, you can get your GED, 40 years of age. 10 years in the school, she got the GED, and then she became a physical therapist, and then she became a psychologist, and then a master's in human resources. She started to work formally at 50 years of age. Don't tell me, kids. Don't tell me it's too late, okay? No. I'm going to slap you. That's right. <laughs> don't tell me it's too late. Oh, do it. Don't tell me that. No, that is not too late. If you don't get a degree, it's okay, but get a trade, whatever is what you like. So and when it, whenever you finally get it from God, because who, who's the one who is going to guide you to that path? It's the Lord. You know what is the problem? Parents are the problem. We are the problem with the kids. And you know why? Because we just say, eh, you know, what, it's okay. How much do you need? Oh, here's, I want to pay for this. I'm gonna, we are the problem because we pretty much make the solution so simple for them, guys. And, and, and certainly, as parents, we're going to help. But we need to have a conversation. A very honest conversation, my friend. If you are a dad, or a mom, or a grandma raising grandkids, good job. But you need to have that conversation with that kid and telling this kid, you know, you are in your thirties, and i understand you suffer with the divorce of your parents or your mom died when you were when you, she was young and you you have been in my house ever since and all that you know i understand all that however you need to go back to school that's your job as parents is your job to lead your kids to school get a trade learn something otherwise Whenever you die, because you are going to die one day. No, I'm not, Jan. I'm eternal in in Jesus. Of course you are eternal in Jesus. But you're going to departure. You're going to leave this world one day. One day you won't be here to write the checks. One day your debit card is not going to work. One day you will be gone. And then What? Force your children to get an education, a degree, a trade, whatever. And once now, I'm talking to the kids. Once you get it, and then you start doing your researches, you're going to find and receive from God what is what you need to learn. Write it down. Mm -hmm. Write it down. And it says here, write the vision clearly on a sign. I am going to become a programmer for video games. It's okay. I'm going to be a cosmetologist. I'm going to have a kiosk in the mall selling purses. It's okay. It doesn't matter. But write it down. okay. Now is when you start cooking your success in order to become prosperous. What is what you need? You need to organize your plan. Therefore, you need to learn from others. Whatever is what you do, you're going to talk to somebody that is experienced in that area. But this is the thing that is funny with many people. Many people that are broke, or jobless, or without an education, they talk to other people that are broke, jobless, or without education. Yeah, man, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I got it. I feel you. <laughs> of course. But honestly, it's not that you cannot be friends with someone like that. It doesn't matter. I have friends of all levels. But when it's about learning, I need to go to somebody that has experience and knowledge. It's what you need to do, my friend. You need to find someone that you can talk to and tell this person, listen, I would like to study, but I don't know what. What do you suggest me to do? There you go. Learn from others and organize your plan. Whatever is what you do, Learn to execute with excellence. Excellence. Whatever is what you do. Whether it's cooking, making your bed, fixing your hair, cleaning a room, making scrambled eggs or steak. That would be great. We need to get some steaks, running. Pork chops. Something like that. Anyway, but when we do it, we do it with excellence. We were celebrating your birthday, remember? Those, those stakes were awesome. Excellence, and applies to all areas, friends. You're excellent in something, you're going to be excellent in everything, And mm-hmm. everything. But if you just don't care in this area, you don't care in this other area, you just don't care, period. That, that's the problem. Prosperity is not going to come to your life, my friend, if you don't aim to excellence. Gian, That you are not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Only God is perfect. But we aim towards excellence. We do our best to achieve excellence. What's wrong with that? Nothing. But nobody says, thank you to me, Gian. Nobody says, good job. That's why I stopped doing it. Mm. Well, you are not doing the thing with the right purpose. It's a wrong motivation. You need to do it for the Lord. Please God and everything. And whatever you do, finish each process. That is something that I, I am talking to everyone, everywhere, all the time. Finish the process. Simple things that I say to people. Whenever you come home, you need to have a place where you put your keys, your car keys. You come home, you grab your keys, <laughs> and I see somebody <laughs> shaking your head. I don't want to say names, but I saw you. <laughs> you know? Because if you don't finish the process putting the keys in the right place, later you will be wondering, where. Did I leave my keys? Right? Because we are used to not finish the process. Prosperity will come when you learn to finish the process. Finish the process. It will slow you down maybe because everything you do, you have to close the process and close and close and close and close. It slows you down. But at the end, you are saving time. Okay. Let's go to the next point. Cooking your, your success also implies to, before you say it's done, review what you have done. In other words, taste the meal before you serve it. It's a figure of speech. You understand what I'm saying. You need to test what you are doing. You know? Whatever is what you are doing, Looking for excellence, you're gonna review that thing. Is this right? And then you know what you do? You just take a couple of steps steps back and you take a look at the thing that you just finished and think. Just invest invest 20 seconds, one minute to review that thing. It's a mental process, my friend. But you (laughs) you know, if you are those one of those that it says, I gotta do it. Right away, because there's so, so much to do. And I understand that. But if you're just rushing, 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 trust me, it's going to be a problem at the end. Okay. And finally, I'm going to talk to you about the future. In terms of prosperity, what can we expect about the future? I want to, in- to introduce you to this beautiful concept in Proverbs chapter 8. From the verse 12 through the verse 25 but first we're gonna read from 12 to 15 okay you have it on the screen I'm gonna read it listen listen to this is the Lord speaking you know I am wisdom I live with good judgment I am at home with knowledge and planning to respect the Lord means to hate evil I hate pride and boosting Evil lives and hurtful words. I have good advice and common sense to offer. I have understanding and power. With my help, leaders make good laws. Next slide, please. With my help, authorities lead and officials make good decisions. I love those who love me, and those who look for me will find me. With me, there are riches and honor I have lasting wealth to give to you what I give is better than fine gold what I produce is better than pure silver I lead people the right way along the paths of justice I give riches to those who love me and I fill their houses with treasures this is God when you think about the future your number one priority must be the Lord The Lord and everything you do. Now for people at a certain age with experience and maturity, all this makes sense. The challenge is for young people. Young people struggle with the idea of how much do I talk to God about my deals? Do I really need God that much in my life? That's the main problem with young young people. But here is the deal. He is the source of all blessings. If you don't take God into consideration in your life, you are missing the most important component for prosperity. Because he is the one who will give you riches and honor and all those things. Let's read together the, the last part. I give riches to those who love me and fill their houses with treasures. You see, it's so clear. That's the desire of the good Lord. Okay? What is what we need to do in regards to the future? We need to study. So now, for those who are advancing in prosperity, do I have any anyone here in my church right now that is advancing in prosperity? Let me see your hand if you are advancing in prosperity are you advancing are you f- do you feel the prosperity in your life yes. right okay do you want to continue in that path okay first thing you do you need to study yes. study what's going on study don't waste your time take your time to study study competition study new tools study new software study 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 What's going on in the market? The study what others are doing. Invest time studying. The next thing that I suggest to you be flexible. <laughs> we come to a point when we say, well, after all this money that I have invested in these tools, I think I'm pretty much set up. I got all these tools, I got these vehicles, I have this software, I have these computers, I have this up i have everything that i need to do my job i'm all set yeah for 10 minutes <laughs> because things are changing so quickly that suddenly you you are kind of obsolete so fast therefore you need to learn to be flexible and say okay so What do I need? You keep studying and be flexible with the changes. And It is not easy, guys. It is not easy for anybody, for anybody. All of us struggle with this issue of, well, I thought that I had already what I needed. Why now this is not working? Why do I need to buy these things? Why do I need to purchase these things? Why, why, why? Because everything keeps changing, so you have to learn to be flexible. And if you have to learn something and download a new app, well, go ahead, upgrade your phone. You know, you know some 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 people still want to do things with the flip phone. Yeah. I mean, that's over. We know that, but there are phones that simply won't work because <laughs> they are obsolete. So, you have to be flexible and change whatever you need to change, etc. And the most important part, listen to the Lord. I guarantee you this, friends. In order to, to reach a level of prosperity in your life, that's the most important thing listen to the Lord because He will guide you. Amen. He will guide you exactly what to do in the midst of your situation. He will put in your heart, I want you to do this, I want you to do that. He will guide you. I promise you. If you just try to make the effort and listen to him, he will speak to you so clearly. Okay. Next Sunday, June 28th, in our worship service 196. I'm going to be speaking about Something that is a a word um, very, very common among Hispanics. And that is chancla. Chancla. Chancla tool. (laughs) Next Sunday I'm going to speak about that because I think that many parents... We are going to refresh the importance of the chancla. (laughs) If you are a supervisor, I'm going to refresh to you the importance of using the chancla technique. Because this is going to bring good, good things for you. So that is next Sunday. And uh, so, but for today, I am about to to finish just with this one more scripture. Listen, Proverbs 2, 6. Are you ready to read it with me? The Lord is the source of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding come from his mouth. He is the source. He is the source. But... uh, If anyone here in the church today, or anyone listening, you are wondering, how how can I get that wisdom? How can I get that connectivity with the Lord? It's by faith. So you will see a prayer here on the screen. Read it with me. Dear God, I need to confess to you that I have sinned. It is true. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, my Lord. My God, I surrender to you, O Lord. I need your help. I open my heart to you. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord. If you pray that prayer with all of your heart, you know, remember, it's on the cross. It's exactly on the cross where the Lord Jesus paid the price for our salvation. So say with me. I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2020. Friends, thank you so much for coming up to church. You have a beautiful rest of the day. You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we will see you next Sunday. Amen. Anytime a heart turns from darkness to light, anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight. Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served I know, I know, I know, I know God is on the move, on the move, hallelujah God is on the move in many mighty ways God is on the move, on the move, hallelujah Thank you for watching Victory Church. We hope you enjoyed the video.